0: So that was the music when I you know listened to everything, the uh, Zeppelin was pretty much it when, when I went okay, this is rock and roll. I uh, was in a band we did not know what a tribute band was back then. play our, our first show was nothing but Zeppelin. we butchered it but so uh, listen that was had front row seats to Zeppelin. In 1977, April 1, that's one of my few, my claims to fame. It was awesome when they played uh, at Dallas Convention Center. And around that time, a, a friend of mine said, you know, I know Born to Run. I knew the the single yeah, and I didn't know much else about Bruce. He let me borrow the cassette of the Born to Run album and... I went. Oh my goodness! Uh, the first notes of Thunder Road, uh, and that was it. Uh, uh, from From then on, I, I, I said, "Oh, I've got to!" I spent my, you know, working money bought the cassette. I think around six of them. I wore them out. Growing up, that was the musical art.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of set lusting bruce your podcast all about bruce springsteen his music and mostly his fans i am your host jesse jackson and joining me today is a new online friend we've just spent a few minutes before i hit record catching up and talking and i already can tell he is going to be a great guest Uh, mr mark stevens is joining us today mark welcome to the show
0: thank you it's good to be here
1: yeah so tell us a little about yourself
0: well, I am uh, have been around for six decades, mm-hmm. even to say it out loud kind of scares me. Uh, I, I, turn, uh,
1: I turned 62 in June, so I'm right there with you, my friend.
0: Awesome. The, I uh, am a lawyer uh, living in Texas all my life, um, and uh, I have just love music. I, it's always been a thread in my life as as far back as I can remember and then and that one of the great connections that uh, I have been able to find is the music of Bruce yeah so uh, it, it runs the gamut for me uh, I've played in bands I've uh, been on radio uh, I, I worked at a college radio station when I was in uh, back in 78 82. Yeah. And uh, I, I'll i tell you this right off the bat. The the last, my last show, I didn't know if I was ever going to be on the radio again. Uh, and my last show, my last song was Jungle Land. Wow. And, and uh, all my friends who were listening that night, a lot of things were going on at the school. And I just said, this is it, everyone. Everything is wrapped up in this tune. So good night and have a wonderful life. So it's great to be here.
1: That is awesome. Now, um, you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, right?
0: Yes. uh, I live in Arlington. Yeah. Okay. The AT&T Stadium, the the mothership down the road here. Uh, Scary, but yeah, grew up a Dallas Cowboys fan. So don't hate me for that. Um, Well,
1: you know, I live in Louisville.
0: Oh, you do. Yeah, okay, so cool. we
1: will, we will, we will have to figure out how we can meet for lunch or uh, drinks or something. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, uh, you know, Monday's a big boy game, as my son says. My son, you know, uh, it is uh, hilarious, Mark. The, you know, obviously Bruce being from the East Coast, he has mm. a lot of my listeners are very big, you know, um, Eagles and Giants fans and so i've had a couple of people very tongue-in-cheek said i can't believe i've become friends with a cowboy fan <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah and i said yeah the love of bruce um kind of um transcends all sports rivalries
0: absolutely um, yes and and uh if you, you know, if were the same age so we go back to the old days the, yes the don meredith bob hayes yeah um uh, 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 roger style back back when it was the, the greatest and uh i, I cherish that and it, it's kind of how they went along it's sort of i've grown in my early teenage years yeah on up you know it was every sunday it was going to be the cowboys no matter what and uh, that just sort of fit into uh, that kind of loyalty tied into sort of the fan base that a, a bruce springsteen uh, fan yeah. group is it is it, the, I always when I go to the shows, uh, just there's so much love for yeah. what's happening around us. It, it, so there's, I, and I, I love doing going to that kind of big event. I love concerts, and uh, it's these days it's rare to go see a game, but yeah. every Sunday sit down and let's do it. So yeah, there we go. There. Yeah, uh,
1: my son and I uh, do the same thing. In fact, you know he's he's already talking to me. He's um, we have a really close family friend that is um, an Eagles fan. Mm -hmm. And so he's uh, they are getting together Monday night to watch the Eagles game. And he said, you know, I know it's a work. It's a school night, dad. But if you want to come and I'm like, "Eh, I don't know if I will. Uh, (laughs) But uh, yeah, he he, the moment football season starts, you know, he calls and he says, "Okay, is the Jackson B&B over? I'm going to come over Friday. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll figure some things to do. Uh, he lives down in downtown Dallas. Okay. And uh, so um, we, we enjoy that. Um, he very quickly, Mark, he was born February 10th, 1989. Mm-hmm. So he says, I was a Landry baby okay god you know, yes yeah.
0: like the week before the, exactly yeah the dark The darkness fell yeah
1: and, and, uh, and it was so funny because you know we we had just had a the we had just had the boy and you know we're, we remember that saturday night massacre mm-hmm. of like what what is going on <laughs> what is here it and uh oh and listeners i promise we will get to bruce in a minute but I I know you'd appreciate the story, Mark. So, Mm -hmm. um, the you know he he was so young during the Aikman years, and but I remember um, the NFC Championship game where we were playing at San Francisco, and we got down twenty-one nothing at the very beginning, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because just every you know the triplets each made a mistake, threw a pick, had a fumble, you know, and. Mm -hmm he just started crying oh. he just started crying and and you know cuz he's like 4 maybe okay. and my wife's looking over him like you did this this is wrong <laughs> and and now then she jokes about it because you know he in high school you know he would watch the games and you know he would call the penalties before <laughs> Um, you know, the referee says it and Linda would go, you know, if you put as much attention in your homework, as you did this cowboy game, well, <laughs> he ended up going to Stephen F. Austin got his degree. He's a very successful, uh, program manager for a company here in Dallas. And Good. he always jokes about that. I guess I ended up doing that mom, but, um, you know, the Cowboys are everything to him.
0: That's, uh, that's, well, yeah. and, and I was there for the bounty bowl.
1: Wow, but interesting. I, I, was,
0: I was sitting in the end zone. We will talk about Bruce, but I just, just yeah, you bring back that memory and I think, oh, the the, the Eagles, here we go. But, uh, yeah, I, as I appreciate all the teams these days. Yeah. You know, it's tough for me to say. I don't know if yeah. I'll ever go with Washington. Yeah. And, you know, but they, yeah. Yeah. They anyway. Harvey yeah. Martin throwing that the bouquet into the yeah. you know the, all those years. It's just great. Yeah. It's lore. So cool. it is
1: <laughs> lore, and uh, I'm so proud of Matt Stafford. You know, he's the local boy, and it looks like he's really going to blossom over there after all those years in Detroit. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm hoping good things for him, and uh, you know, and I I hope it'll be good. We um, you know, I'm a big I'm a big P one with the ticket. And mm-hmm. so uh, it it is just uh, you know the Dallas and Mavericks and the Rangers and to the Stars to a certain degree you know are just all part of you know Chris's lives and mine too nice. Dirk no he says Dirk is his Roger Staubach okay. that because of you know uh, being able to he was in college when the Mavs went on their run yeah. and so to him as yeah, I do is funny a buddy of mine gave me a signed Roger autographed um, you know picture that like it was a big for the wall yeah. and uh, that very quickly got to Chris's room and I didn't <laughs> get it back it's like yeah so yeah that's great um, what kind of attorney are you what kind of law
0: uh, I employment um, okay. the new labor uh, okay. I, uh, I also Criminal defense, all kinds of things. Uh, every now okay. and again, t- trademark stuff like that. Okay. Well, very yeah, nice. Was, yeah. All right.
1: Let's talk about growing up in Dallas. Uh, you know, were what? What kind of music did your family listen to?
0: That I, starting out, uh, you know, my my parents. It was Eddie Arnold. You know, the Welcome to My World. Perry Como. Uh, in fact, um, Mario Lanza. That the the uh, that that's what they would listen to. I have a brother and a sister who are nine and seven years older than I. So that's where I first got exposed to pop. Yeah. Um, my uh, my sister Neil Diamond, uh, Gordon Lightfoot. Uh, my brother, he would and uh, we had a, in our a house we lived in Waco at the time and he was going through his teenage years and we had a, a we called the playroom it was a converted garage and yeah. you know, and he lived out there he moved away from sharing a room with me and i'd go out and look through his albums the stones led zeppelin 3 three dog night live at the forum so that was the music that sort of got me going and uh, uh my uh, ex brother-in-law uh, when my sister met him, mm-hmm. he was a big influence on me. So the music there really took off. Uh, listened to um, KFJZ KIF AM here in Dallas, yeah. then graduated over to KNews ninety nine. Mm-hmm. If you can remember there, and then I met the the awesomeness that was the Zoo. Yeah, and uh, so when you say that. I think of Reiner uh, and I think of the zoo and that's where the the connection with rock and roll uh, became sort of the, the lifeblood for me. I loved the early zoo all the way up through, you know, their unfortunate demise in like 90 or 89, but the like 78 to 86 was awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, I, so that was the music when I, you know, listened to everything. The uh, Zeppelin was pretty much it. When when I went, okay, this is rock and roll. I uh, was in a band. We did not know what a tribute band was back then. Yeah, uh, we played our our first show was nothing but Zeppelin. We butchered it, but hey, <laughs> uh, uh, and. So, uh, listen, that was had front row seats to Zeppelin in 1977, April 1. That's one of my few my claims to fame. It was awesome when they played uh, at Dallas Convention Center. And uh, around that time, a, a friend of mine um, said, You know, I know Born to Run, I knew the the single, yeah, and I didn't know much else about Bruce. He let me borrow the cassette uh, of the Born to Run album, and I went, "Oh my goodness!" Uh, the first notes of Thunder Road, uh, and that was it. Uh, I, from from then on, I, I I said, "Oh, I've got to!" I spent my, you know, working money bought the cassette. I think yeah. I had around six of them. I wore them out, and that that was growing up. That was the musical art, you know. Yeah, and the the connection. Once I said someday I'm gonna see him. Uh, you know, he. It's funny being from Dallas. That's one of the things I was thinking about and preparing and thinking about the show today. Is you know, it was never a sellout until he became Born to Run. I mean, no one. Yeah. I could. You could get tickets the day of the show. He just. You know, I, I remember seeing him in '80, uh, and that was the first time. And it was a friend of mine going, Hey, I've got tickets. I picked them up today. He's Mm -hmm. tonight. And I said, uh, I went, it was, it's funny. And I was, I asked a girl to go to Baylor homecoming. That's where I went to school. And she said, no. And thank goodness. Okay. That was the night of the river. And I, we went up there, we walked in, I knew you know, it was going to be incredible. I know it, sure. the, the legend was out there. I'm, I, I didn't, but when it started, I had no idea what was about to happen. They came out, they had, that was, they wore the long duster coats, the E Street brand. Right. And uh, when they started with Born to Run and then uh, 10th Avenue Freeze Out, was the it was the first three songs. Born to Run, I think it was Prove It All Night. And then 10th Avenue frees out and then they jumped and they crowd surfed um, Bruce. And then he finished those three songs. And I looked over at my friend and said, well, we can go. This is one of the most awesome things I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if you remember um, Richard Hunter, who used to be on overnight, you know, did nights on the ticket. Yep. And he talked about that he had won tickets to go see Bruce. Um, I think it was in Canada the first time some radio station
2: him Mm -hmm. and his
1: dad went and he you know they played the first set and he looked over his dad and said okay we can go you know I've done everything I have Uh, (laughs) by the way um, I don't know if you've watched the Crystal Valdez um, documentary about Reiner Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah she did the not in this town It's a story of Mike Reiner and it talks a lot about his zoo days. Um, I will send you that link. Uh, It's on uh, Vilmo. And um, she was actually on the show and shared about that, um, talking about her musical background, but also exploring the film about there. And they talked about that.
0: So interesting. He is is an an interesting man. And I'll tell you the, if you don't I, oh, I told you we I go off on tangents. Yeah, well, I in uh, I went to like I said I was uh, got into radio. Yeah, and I because it, it was well this is going to be it. First I was, I yeah. went to better to be a preacher. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that, that did not work out, and from um, uh, and, and so I went over to like, radio, TV, film. I got in on mm-hmm. the radio station, and yeah. I did an was an internship. Uh, I called up KZEW and I said, you know, I'm, I'm doing this show on the radio station here at the, the college. And is there any interviews I could get? Could I come up and do some work? And I ended up being able to come up and see and uh, get interviews from LaBella and Rhodey. Oh, nice. Yeah. The, yeah. It was it was one of the, it kind of, it, it thrills me to this day that I got sure. to go, go in and Rhodey was sitting there and they, he would give me uh, interviews that they had done with, you know, or mm-hmm. I don't if they had picked up, you know, from Seeger, um, Fleetwood Mac, Pink Floyd, all that. And he would go as yeah. flown on the zoo and he gave them to me so I could edit them and make me sound like I'd interviewed him. It was, it was nice. Oh,
1: that's nice. But
0: it, to, to meet him, to go into the studio and Reiner would come in, uh, uh, and, you know, they'd be doing their show through the glass, looking at each other, Labella and wrote, uh, Rhodey. John Labella was an, a wonderful person. And yeah. uh, I just, so that's that connection. And again, it, it, it all, it just tied to the music, tied to radio, how, um, radio is such a, for those of us, I don't know. It, it was different. Radio was our friend, Radio was our partner. And, um, when you, they, the zoo would have concert echoes mm-hmm. and they'd play. And I remember I couldn't wait to get out to the car that night and hear the concert echo of the, of the river. Yeah. Uh, hearing uh, Independence Day for the first time, uh, still it, it sends shivers and then, it just it just kept going. The show, like you say, when it got to the encore, I go, he doesn't stop.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did um, when you, uh, you've kind of talked a little bit about this, but I'm going to see if you can share a little bit more about what what about his music spoke to you? Because it sounds like you had had a fair. You know, background, a lot of different rock, and, you know, your parents had listened. You know, you had the older brother and older sister that is an influence on you. But what about Bruce's music spoke to you so well?
0: Uh, it, it was poetry and heartfelt uh, emotion, raw for a teenager it went straight to my heart. Uh, I, I didn't know anything about the, the East Coast. And yeah. all of a sudden, here I am, a guy in Arlington, a kid. And it just, I went, this is it. This speaks to me because it was poetry and thoughtful lyric stories tied to the power and intimacy yeah. of the East Street Band. Yeah. Uh, and I, so... I would listen to Thunder Road, and I go, I love the story, and it, and then I'd hear the end uh, of, of Bitten's playing that, and I go, oh, this is yeah. gorgeous, and now then knowing as the years go by, the story of the band and and yeah. all that they went through with him. Uh, I think that that's what really resonated with me early on. I I would put on Born to Run, and I would try to listen to it as much as possible in one sitting. And it was every time when he get to Jungle Land and and to the solo, Clarence's solo, and and there, it almost—I just stopped the car. I had a '65 Mustang, and wherever I was, sometimes I just stop, pull over. Wow! breathe deep and listen to it. And sometimes forgive me for crying. I'd go, this is magnificent. And that's, yeah. that's what spoke to me. Then darkness. When I heard that in 78, it solidified. What was, I knew I, you know, I didn't know the early Springsteen uh, blinded by the light. Uh, I you know, heard the cover from man for Band and went, you didn't, I really need to go back and find the rest uh, of you know his catalog and that's when I started going okay I can see the uh, you know the evolution of what was happening and why yeah. how born to run came to be
1: hmm. that's it that's interesting um so you've mentioned seeing him a couple of times let's uh I always like to preface this mark with the amount of times you've seen him it's not a fair barometer of how big of a fan you are mm-hmm. uh because circumstances economic where you're living when you became a fan all can change things around but for the record uh do you count how many times you've seen him
0: uh, i lost count okay I, I i saw him every year uh after 80 that he came okay. to town uh the, i was <laughs> upset that he didn't play Uh, the tunnel of love tour in Dallas. Yeah. Uh, I tried to get tickets down in Austin. That was the closest place and I didn't get to go, but I've seen all the tours, uh, all the shows from when they got back together, the reunion show in 2000 Uh, and I've seen everything since. So yeah, I would not miss him. I I saw his solo show at the um, Nokia Uh, and yeah
1: I was that was my second show I I was there last night watching the monkeys uh (laughs) yeah I was there Michael Nesmith and uh Mickey Dolenz it was a pretty good show really yeah
0: Nesmith is such an interesting fellow and I'm that's an an offline conversation but uh because the monkeys are unique and he is fascinating interesting okay anyway yeah it was
1: go. no 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 I'll, I'll just if i need to i can cut this out um mm-hmm. i don't they might it was inter mickey dolens did a lot of the talking and and did lead on most songs um and michael nesbeth looked a little uh, he walked with a cane and when mm-hmm. he wasn't singing he was sit. he had a sitting on a chair remember when clarence was going through his knee issues yes they had a throne this just had a little chair but mm-hmm. they both were a lot of uh, it was a lot of joy and a lot of energy cool. uh it it was a fun little show it was neat
0: yeah uh, I, and I, you since we're the same you know just the monkeys yeah. were the deal man oh uh, they were last train to Clarksville are you kidding me and uh, yeah. all the way up Davy Jones when we were yeah. little kids we'd go into the garage and after the show would go who gets to be Davy you know, yeah just, exactly <laughs> uh
1: yeah exactly and uh they they mentioned Peter a couple of times because Peter mm-hmm. I guess um they did an album together a few years ago mm-hmm. um and they talked a little bit about that and so they did not talk uh but when they did uh daydream believer um at one point um they said okay you know what's coming and they turned the the band stopped playing and they turned up the house notes for everyone to sing along right
0: yeah
1: and uh and and mickey said are they are you listening davy are you hearing them and that was kind of sweet.
0: But, and I, Rowan, to see Bruce that intimately is your second yeah. time to see him? Yeah. That, what was that like?
1: Well, and, you know, so great. So the Rising Tour was my first show, right? At their, uh, I guess it was American Airlines, right? Yeah, yeah it must yeah. have been, yeah. Um, so I had, and and I've told this story a couple of times Uh, on the podcast so skip ahead five minutes if you don't want to hear this story again but mark's not heard it um so i went to the rising and i'd never had a chance like when the reunion tour came out there was something going on with my son in saint monica's Mm -hmm. where he went to school and i just couldn't go um i didn't know anything about him being at the bronco bowl for ghost of tom joad i don't know did you were you at that show
0: no in that no that 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 was a, a period where i wasn't uh i, I was not uh, i was down in austin for a while okay but, but it, so i i wasn't there for that but yeah I, wow. I, I'm, I'm very sad that i missed that show so
1: i have even more reason to be sad um and i we talk about this in an episode coming up in october um i don't know if you're familiar with the singer sarah hickman who yeah she yeah Yeah, so we had gotten to be friends. And um, so we used to go see Sarah at Club Dada and Caravan of Dreams and, you know, whenever she played. And she opened for Bruce for that show at the Bronco Bowl. Oh,
0: nice.
1: And I was like, how the hell did (laughs) I not go with you opening? And she said, but if she remembers correctly, they did not make a big deal. And she says, I didn't know who I was opening for. All they did is reach out to me and said, hey, we want you to do a quick set, you know, a, a short set. And she's oh. like, Oh, okay. Uh, you know, because she says, I'm a musician, right? I play anytime I can. Mm-hmm. And she said that, you know, she was packing up her stuff and leaving. And all of a sudden, Bruce Springsteen was walking in. And she's like, What? My, <laughs> oh she, she didn't get to meet him. She could do anything. Uh, she was, anyway. Um, oh. So um, I went to The Rising and I had not done my homework i did not know every song on the album and i felt like i went into a movie halfway through it and i could enjoy the movie but i didn't quite know the full story so when devils of dust came out i just you know i i played that cd over and over and over again Mm -hmm. and so when i got to the venue um and it's now um you know back then they called it the verizon but basically it's a really it is a pretty intimate Mm -hmm. uh, setting so i was at the lower level all the way against the wall and to my right was the aisle and to the left was a pillar i had a individual seat right okay and i'm sitting there and i'm like i'm in the building i'm fine and a guy comes up to me says hey do you want a better seat and I went, no, nah, no, I'm good. Because I was thinking scalpers. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it hit me, wait a minute, I'm inside the building. These aren't scalpers. <laughs> so I went, I stood up and I walked over. I go, do you still have any seats left? He goes, yeah. So he moved me up to, so I was, I didn't have as good a seat as um, Moose Johnston, but I had a little better seat than Babe Loffenberg. So I was in that area. Um, and so, yeah, it was amazing to hear him as a second show, just to hear him tell that stories. And mm-hmm. once again, um, Richard Hunter talked about, you know, Dick was talking to me afterwards. Like, like it, it was he says, this is what I picture if Bruce was in academia, like like this would be what mm-hmm. his class would be. He would be like he would have his guitar, he would lecture and then he would tell these stories and talk about the music
0: yeah i completely agree but I, I what i i recall when i what i already think about the show is he goes i remember he said nobody thinks i write love songs yeah and then, you know and he played for you and he goes come on y'all that, that's a love song and uh, i just love the way he he presented the the music that night it was yeah. a very special evening i'm glad we were probably 50 75 feet away from each other yeah exactly interesting uh
1: yeah um so um did you make it to broadway
0: Uh, i know i that's on the bucket list now that he's back yeah um I, uh, i i i I want to see it. I've got it. Of course, I, I have the album, and I, I've watched the show. And, yeah, uh, and it, it all—that's the pieces of the puzzle all fit. You know, he's—he's he's no myth at all anymore. He's laid himself bare. His book yeah. really went. Oh, he was thinking and feeling this way when he was writing Darkness. Uh, yeah, uh, the I'm just—I really. Over the years, have enjoyed. I, 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 you know, if I put the, the analogy is, I got on the right horse because this guy, he has yeah. been true and honest every note, and uh, to see it at this time, I right after his birthday. Yeah, uh, is it, yeah. Is it coming up? No, it was the twenty. No,
1: yeah, it was. Yeah, so it was. Yeah, it was on Thursday.
0: Uh, um, and
1: yeah,
0: and uh, and just the. I just, you know, this is how I hoped it would be. Yeah, yeah and all the way through, it's just been true. It, the the um, things he he has supported, the issues that he have support has supported um, as he's gone through his life, they line up with me.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely.
0: So, yeah, it's the and the shows were always church uh mm-hmm. you know in every, every the scene the born in the USA tour again it was like uh, three quarters full uh, reunion maybe maybe a little bit more yeah it, it was before it got humongous and did at the cotton bowl um and sit there that night it was in november uh, end of november and he cuz i think maybe he'll play some christmas music yeah uh, I t- uh, sitting there and yes he did he played santa claus is coming to town but i'll remember and if others have seen that show um this is my memory he had played a medley in the encore and he played stand on it as part of the medley
1: oh how nice and, and
0: this is what happened a, a gentleman had a prosthetic leg and he took it and he threw it up on the stage during the middle of stand on it and the band Bruce went what yeah <laughs> and exactly just, and then just kind of went this guy means it and he grabbed the, the leg and came, gave it back to him and goes this is you mean you're telling me to stand on it and you mean it and I just I went
1: oh okay how funny and uh,
0: if unless my memory is completely hazed I, I thought Okay, that's one for the ages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. and and there've been those kind of moments through all of his shows.
1: Yeah, uh, where's have you traveled to go see him?
0: No. no, I've it's always it's, it's always been here. Okay. Um, I every once in a while, I mean, my wife and I we're, we're fortunate to go. Hey, let's go see somebody. Like if we go to Las Vegas or one of the a highlight uh, that you ask is a, a kindred spirit to Bruce Jackson Brown.
1: Right. We, we
0: saw him at the Santa Barbara bowl.
1: Oh, nice. 20, um,
0: it was 2016. And it was one of the, it was just a beautiful night. So I, that's when I think of, you know, we go and see whenever we had the chance to see something yeah. unique at a beautiful place, but not yeah. it's, It's Dallas for him. And, and someday, someday soon, it will be Broadway. Have you seen the show?
1: I was lucky enough to go, uh, the first run and, um, we, a buddy reached out via social media because I had been saying that I wasn't going to go, um, and that I was, quit your whining to people who are complaining about people getting to go multiple times or <laughs> the cost. I was like, look, you know, it, it, you know, the, the same people who's complaining about people going to Broadway multiple times are the ones that will go to all 10 nights at Madison square garden. Mm-hmm. And will try to get in the pit all 10 days, you know, so it's, it is it, there is no difference as far as I'm concerned. You're either, you know, you're a fan or you're not. And if, you know, if not, then why are you not letting someone else have a chance at the pit? Right.
0: right.
1: So um, he, so he reached out and said, well, I can get you a ticket. And I'm like, ah, I just don't know. And he, he said, you know, what's your price range. And he, he found a middle range ticket for me on a knife that would work. And so I had to go to my wife and like, okay, you don't have to say yes, but would you let me do this? You know <laughs> um, this is, you know, I always joke that there are certain questions that when you're married, you can't say no. Like mm-hmm. if, if, if my wife says, Hey, uh, my sister wants to come and spend the weekend with us. Cause you know, her husband's out of town. Do you care? Well, the answer is, no, I don't care whether I care or not. I mean, you know, I, I just, you know, uh mm-hmm. that um same thing to me, like, hey, you know, it's it's my time to host poker. Do you care, mm-hmm. you know, if I have the buddies over Friday night? You know, Linda can't say no, I I don't want your buddies over. that she just goes, Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. So I told her in this case, you have the right to say no. And we sat down and crunched the numbers and she just said, Look you know, I, this is a once in a lifetime chance for you go do it and love it. And mm-hmm. so I did, I felt so grateful. So I flew into New York, attended the show and flew home the next day. That's all. Uh, hey. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Um, in fact, we're, we're kind of sad. We did not buy tickets to see Jackson Brown and James Taylor. That's coming up, you know, in heard Fort heard Worth anything. and uh, the tickets are now just more than we want to spend.
0: Uh, yeah. I, uh, I've got the tickets. I bought them early. Yeah. To, I, this is James Taylor. Is a, I've never seen him and he is. Uh, oh,
1: that'll be great.
0: Yeah. And a, that's this is. I've, I've seen, I've, I've, it's one of those, you know, have you seen everybody yeah. that you've ever wanted to see? And they go, this is it. I, I tell my wife, James Taylor is about the end of the line. Wow. When that's it, when cool. it comes to, to go, he's incredible. He's a legend. Everything yeah. about him, it, the the quality is so incredibly high, and just, yeah. and that resonates again. The, you hear my taste because that's the way Bruce's records are. Yeah, it, it, you just go, you know, it's going to be thoughtful and and excellent, what, the, whatever he puts together. And I thank you for letting me have. I just want to say. It's great to talk about this.
1: Oh, well, thank because. you. You're welcome. That's what we do here. Uh, well, that's um, totally what we do. Did um, I've seen James Taylor a couple of times, have never seen Jackson Brown. So that's kind of, we're kind of sad. Um, I don't know if we'll end up pulling the trigger or not. We're just going to kind of wait and see uh, if there are tickets. Um, the... Um, we were at the Eagles Show on Tuesday night here in Dallas, and that was a lot of fun. Vince Gill singing and Incredible. uh yeah, it was a really good show
0: i I'm jealous of that because of the having someone like him join up yeah it uh, was a master stroke with the eagles the yeah great uh, they are. Uh, just they're phenomenal when you go and see them live they actually sing and sound this way all the way all the way back yeah
1: and and yeah the other thing is um because you and I are the same age right Mm -hmm. um you know it was I graduated high school in 77 so it was either the Eagles or Fleetwood Mac and Mm -hmm. of course all the you know the pop you know KC and the Sunshine Band and everything, but the two big bands were Eagles or Fleetwood Mac, and I tended to be a little more Eagles than I was Fleetwood Mac, not that I don't recognize the greatness. Uh, The other nice thing that was Deacon Fry, who is um, Glenn's son, Mm -hmm. um, plays as well, and he looks just like his dad. Okay, that's
0: spooky. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Well, we'll that that again. Yeah. I would love to hear your concert stories because I'm jealous of that. I don't, COVID has kind of put a real, the, going to see James and uh, yeah. Jackson uh, as a, it's a first time out for us to really yeah. get out and try something again. So good on you. Yeah. The,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. The, so the going, now the shows that you've seen, have you seen him, Bruce outside of Dallas? Uh, Other than the Broadway
1: show? So, yeah. um, And, you know, it's kind of one of those funny things, right? That um, I I tended to be like you. If I I would always, if he wasn't coming to Dallas, um, you know, just sad. Like he didn't come anywhere close to the seeker sessions. Mm -hmm. And um, so then um, when Wrecking Ball came out, he wasn't coming anywhere close to us, right? I mean, no, we're close. And my wife and I had been wanting to take a vacation together, not the kid, not another couple, just her and I. And my suggestion was, um, I said, why don't we, I said, we, my father died in uh, 2011. Mm -hmm. And he is buried at the veteran cemetery in Radcliffe Kentucky because he was he spent a lot of time in Fort Knox and that's where he was stationed that's where he passed Mm -hmm. and so I said we have not seen his marker yet so this is 2012 I said why don't we we'll drive up we'll go see dad's marker we'll do the Kentucky bourbon trail because Mm -hmm. when we were there for his funeral she had picked up the brochure and she goes this looks interesting this you know Mm -hmm. and what the kentucky bourbon trail is for people who don't know is you know kentucky is known for making bourbon and all these there is a eight or nine distilleries that have all gotten together and made kind of a trail Mm -hmm. and if you go you you get a passport stamped and if you go to all of them you send it in you get a free Mm t-shirt um so And I said, we'll go do part of the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. We have some really good friends that live in Columbus, Ohio. We can see them. Then in Cleveland, Ohio, one of my best friends lives. I said, we can stay with Tom. We can see Bruce play in Cleveland to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame then come back, finish the Kentucky bourbon trail and then come home. We'll call it our Bruce and bourbon tour. And, um, she's like, Oh, that sounds great. And it truly was. I've been told by a couple of people, that sounds like a perfect vacation.
0: (laughs) It's a dream. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So then, um, you know, I, I've, I've, I've I've gone down to Houston a couple of times to see him. Mm -hmm. Then the furthest we've done, we flew to Kansas city, me and a buddy, and then I drove to Nashville and then once uh, when the river tour was happening, the second leg of the, you know, the, after they, they were doing the reunion, the full um, river tour mm-hmm. shows. And so I, um, you know, I went up to Oklahoma city and saw him there. And then two days later, he was here in Dallas. Um, so when he came back from Europe, he was doing a show At MetLife uh, Stadium in Jersey. And um, a lady that had been on the podcast multiple times said, Look, if you get up here, you can stay at my house for free. You know, we can put you up. So, Chris and I, my son, went up and saw that. So, not a lot on my bucket list, like you, is I'd love to go to Europe sometime Mm -hmm. just to kind of mix in. I really love like Ireland or Scotland. It seems like that would be a fun trip to be able mm-hmm. to, you know, see all the beautiful scenery of Ireland and to go hear Bruce sing there would be pretty amazing. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, and the, uh, the, the, the tour, the wrecking ball, you know, he was playing wrecking ball live in the earlier yeah. uh, tours. And I I go, this is going to be awesome. I mean, yeah uh, I, that record is fantastic I know everyone who listens to this is going yeah Mark tell us something we don't know it's yeah. such a wonderful record uh and powerful every tune and yes he, he played a lot of that uh, uh, it was I can't believe it's been five years since right. the river that's the last time he's been out and I was mesmerized they it was a wonderful job uh the what's Cle, Clarence what's I'm sorry the first name of uh Cle, Jake? The, Jake Jake. I think. yeah I was saying is he going to be able to do it and he was it's stunning he did a fantastic job uh, and that, that's like going back the first time you see Clarence Clemens and yeah. you see and you see Steve Van Zandt you go it's he's he was just mythic and he yeah, really was everything that you expect and more when he would play yeah. and uh, just uh God, and he could rip it I, I, so I, I think about the later the, I, I was there when they had the throne for him it was, it was so nice and yeah. the the tour prior um when you know the um okay, wrecking ball I know he came. There was that Danny Federici had just passed, right? Uh, when and uh, when he came here and played, and that, that was, you know, you think about things that happen. Uh, I go back when they did the reunion tour. I go, I can't. You know, I'm so glad he's back with the E Street Band. I saw him when, on solo on Human Touch, yeah, and Lucky Town that great band, incredible chops, but and uh, he was wonderful. And I wanted my friend who was with me, he hadn't seen, he said, you gotta see him with the E Street band sometime. Yeah. And when they came back out that night, I, 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 he played, I said, please play She's the One. I've never heard it live. Okay. And when he started that, I just said, This is it. Another uh, sent chills all the way through me. He, right. Uh, and I know that's when, when I when people are listening to this, uh, those are, those are the moments. You okay? I've heard this song live. I've heard now heard this one live. Yeah, and it's just so. Uh, the, and, and I'll say funny story uh on I. I guess it's Wrecking Ball. Did he not play it here? Well,
1: no, I, he did not do Wrecking Ball. He did. I believe Magic was here Magic? working okay. on the Dream. Was down in Houston um yeah and then the high hopes tour was in houston okay, now yeah. he did the free show um you know because jerry world yes. was hosting the ncaa tournament yeah so he did that free show that was where reunion arena used to be
0: yeah well I, Well. then I, it was the magic show yeah uh, magic tour uh, and, and i love that record as well that's yeah he and um and I'm, I'm standing back at the, the light cage, you know, yeah. where they're, and so I'm, this is uh, a story. I just, I was sitting there and, you know, on the floor and uh, pretty much back from the crowd and just standing next to the light board. And I look over to my left and they're sitting at the table is John Bon Jovi.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and I go, and I, I mean, there's no, Barrier or anything. It's just a little rope. So sure. you're kind of shocked when you see John Bon Jovi just sitting there, kind of digging the right. show. And I go, John. And of course, he he goes, What what are you? And at the yeah. next moment I know he's gone. And I think, well, that was really cool. And then so is the uh, the encore start, and who's out on the stage with him doing glory days? Yeah. And, uh, John Bon Jovi now go, okay. Um, that's about as close as I'm ever going to get to Bruce uh, yeah. uh, through that, but that does again, those are the kind of memories that I, I, I love. And uh, I think, uh, Oh,
1: I, I'm right there with you, Mark. I remember, um, the first show I went to the rising Don Henley joined him for, I fought the law. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, at Jimmy Lafay joined him at Grand Prairie. So that was my second show. So I just thought that was a deal. That's what Bruce did. He just had a local musician join him every show. So when I was in Nashville, I was a little disappointed that, well, God, no one preferred, confer- <laughs> you know, he didn't have anyone from Nashville join him. Uh, you've you've kind of shared a little bit, but tell me, are what are some albums or songs that mean a lot to you? And I realize it's easy to say all of them, but, mm-hmm. you know. Are, are there some that stand out?
0: Yes. Uh, I, I I, really, I love from the, okay, I'll think this through. The, uh, from the later albums, I love Rocky Ground. Um, yeah, great song. Uh, Land of Hopes and Dreams, both the recorded version and the live version from that, the live album, uh, yeah. The Reunion, uh, th- that sends chills up and down me because uh, my wife w- was, her mother passed away from breast cancer and mm-hmm. um, the, and so she would do Susan G. Komen three day walks. Okay. Yeah. And when on the last day you walk in, and there's a celebration closing ceremony, and when right. all the walkers were coming in, they played Land of Hopes and Dreams.
1: Oh, that's nice. It was.
0: It, it just went, yes, and um, I really, uh, I love the Ghost of Tom Joad with Tom Morello. Who would yeah. have thought that uh, that those two would get together? Uh, and then we can go back. Independence Day means a lot to me. Um, Racing in the street. Yeah. uh, The um, I I love Candy's room. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I remember I would play it uh, when I was on the radio station at at Baylor, and it it, Baylor, you know what that's like. And I go, this is a little bit risque. I'm pushing the limits here. But I, I love that that story. I love that song. Um, the, I don't know, the, uh, Pay Me My Money Now, I think yeah. it is a song that I really, really love. I, I never tire of hearing. And uh, I, Night is one of my favorites uh yeah meeting across the river too so and then uh, it's like uh, i think on every. i mean jungle land kind of puts it all together i think one of the greatest songs ever written
1: yeah do um are there any songs you're chasing let's say we, our hope is we get a tour in 2022 is there any songs that you've not heard that you you are still chasing
0: Uh, I would love to hear Kitty's back okay. live. Uh, uh, I I would love to hear. Um, let's, let's see. That's a great question. Uh, I there. I I love to hear the um, uh, the, lab, the uh, pony boy. Life? Yeah. okay uh 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 i i, uh, I don't you know he's that, that's a great question i have to think more about okay. that because well, i've every you know sometimes it just hits me when i hear it and go oh that's one i've always wanted to hear yeah uh, but i i think about the the you know that that solo show where he played all the songs he I mean he went way back in the catalog yeah. And so that, that's a great question. Uh, I, what, what are you wanting to hear? Is it, uh, I'll throw that one back on you. Yeah. Did you uh,
1: that so
0: just you, like you haven't heard live. I,
1: my number one is because I grew up in Louisiana. I, I would love to hear Jolie Blanc live uh, with, um, mm. and yeah. I, um, Lions Den you know, from tracks. I would love that. The Wish was on my list, but I was able to hear that when I was at um, when I was able to hear at, you know, when I was on Broadway. Um, The um, obviously this is cheating, but um, you know, anything from Letter to You and Western Stars, right, because we haven't had a
0: chance to hear them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: then i'll, I'll, I'll break into yeah of course anything i i if he comes letter to you is a great, another uh western stars was a wonderful yeah sort of offshoot and letter to you is a great springsteen record i would love to hear everything from that life so thank you yeah. i'm sorry for me cutting in but yes, no, no no it's uh, true yeah uh, uh, i love yeah orphans i just think that's a great song uh, anyway yeah I've never heard
1: um, I've never heard um, Thundercrack Um, Mm -hmm. Now funny story um, When he I went down to Houston for the Wrecking Ball Tour um, He had planned to open up With This Is Your Sword Which I love from High Hopes And Mm -hmm. right before they went on stage Morella looked over At him and said hey we're in Houston and so they scratched that and played seeds because it has the line i you know um mm-hmm. Houston town um mm-hmm. so yeah. they missed that one better days i'd love to hear that um I never heard the promise mm-hmm. all that heaven will allow uh, you know mm-hmm. things like that um you know i songs i've only heard once is girls in their summer clothes oh, and God. I would love to I would love to hear it again um I, I loved hearing it that one time but I I would I would want to hear that every time if I could
0: and and see that thank you for priming my memory because I, I yeah uh, you know I never since the the tunnel of love didn't tour here uh, yeah. I would you know two faces
1: yeah. Um, oh yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: one of the greatest, another greatest song ever written to, yeah. to me. Uh, um, uh, when You're Alone. Uh, that, that oh, I, Great yeah, choice. I, I would yeah. love to hear that whole album in its entirety. Um, yeah. That, that was sort of, you know, that period right before he, you know, when he was doing, I didn't know that, the, that he was going to end the relationship with the E Street band for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, i i thought well i'll get to see it sometime so thank you yeah, for, yeah the tunnel of love i i think it's a, it's a wonderful intimate record yeah. that uh it, it's you know nebraska and uh ghost of tom joe you know in that style that I, I really liked what what he was doing then and yeah so, um
1: this has been great. Uh, what we need to do is I need to have you back on again and we'll just talk more.
0: Oh, all right. That's very kind of you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no,
1: it, I'd love this. Uh, but before I let you go, uh, we've got to ask you the very question. So, yes. um, for those of you who are Mark's friend and you're listening to this, so this is your first episode of Set Listing Bruce first. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, jay armstrong is an honors english teacher in the philadelphia area um he just recently retired and he um would spend two days um breaking apart thunder road for his honors english class the seniors okay that
0: that is fantastic
1: yes they (laughs) they cover all the lyrics they discuss the imagery that bruce uses they talk about what he goes through, um, you know, what compares this to the road, you know, Robert Frost, the road not taken. And then at the end of the two days, he asks the question, does Mary get in the car? So, mm-hmm. Mark, that is your question. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, think Mary gets in the car?
0: Uh, yes. Okay. I. Uh, how could uh, it? I, when again what a great philosophical and practical question with that kind of plea from a, a love how could she not at least go for that ride you yeah. know, the so I I say yes Mary gets in the car and at least takes that one ride don't know what happens after that right. Thank you. great question yeah
1: very nice um if anything any final thoughts sir
0: uh, we thank you so much. You're, you're very kind and thoughtful and a- allowing this means a lot to me. Uh, it, it's
1: my pleasure.
0: I, I, I'll tell you the my, a final, final thought for the, that. I was my prom in high school. The, I, that afternoon before it happened, you know, we were seniors. We got to, Take like a half a day off, and yeah. I, I I played the, I play the bass, and what I did was I just getting myself ready for the evening. I played the Born to Run album over and over again, playing my bass to it, and it, it being able to share with you and those who listen the moments you go, okay, I know what's coming next. Yeah, it. it is a real gift. So, oh, well, thank you. the 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 moments are precious. Yes. As his he's one of the artists that I am so grateful that came into my life, uh, and uh, I've been able to enjoy the music and to share those with the like thought. Because I know people, some some of my friends go, "I just don't get him." I went, "How can you not? What is yeah, exactly. going on?" So that. Thank you for letting me share that final thought. It's always a celebration when it comes to Bruce and the East Street Band. Thank you.
1: Well, you are very welcome. I am right there with you. Um, you know, we, this the reason I did this show is because I love talking to, you know, like-minded people sharing what Bruce has meant to them. And so it's, it's always a joy. Um, if someone wants to reach you, are you on social media?
0: Yes, you can. Uh, at Gonzo 1978 is my Twitter handle. Um, uh, my the Facebook is M-R-M-U-S-K-E-R, Mr. Moosker at SBCglobal.net. And may I, I'll throw one plug, may I?
1: Yeah, please. Uh,
0: I do have an internet radio station.
1: Ah, now see, this is what we're going to have you on and we're going to plug it now. But when we set up, we're going to have again, we're going to talk about how you started that, what's going on, talk about you being in the bands. We're going to have a whole nother episode like in a couple of months, uh, maybe in November, first part of December, where we'll just talk about all that. But for yes, please tell about the record radio.
0: OK, I, I, it's uh, a COVID creation is called. KLGD okay. the legend KLGD the legend uh, you can hear it uh, it's just the greatest songs ever made uh, is the tagline the greatest music ever made and you can find it if you go to the live 365 app the live 365 app download that put in KLGD you can find us or the website and thank you for letting me share is uh, the Radio Website Co.
1: Yeah, and uh-uh, what? Thank you. Send me the link and I'll add it to the show notes. All right.
0: Okay, I will. Thank you. All
1: right, Mark. Thank you so much, listeners. Go get vaccinated. Amen. I- ignore this Texas governor. We have a weird one. Right now, they are in, I know that I don't usually get political, but right now there is a race between the Florida governor and the Texas governor, who is um, the um, oddest person, but go get vaccinated, go remember to wear your mask, remember to social distance, the only way we're going to get through this is by being good to each other, for now, thank you Mark, thank you listeners, talk to you soon, goodbye.